Hey everyone, this is M from Survival Guide. I'm here hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. All right, Emily, I'm super excited to be talking to you about this fourth record, Death Dreams. Uh, super exciting album. Um, I feel like the coming into this record, I feel like so much um, growth happened during that process. I want to dive in and talk about that creative process for you and what initially kickstarted that album um, for you. Uh, well, um, I really so this is the first music that i've ever written completely by myself which was the the motivation and the the delay behind the whole the whole process it was um it was very challenging um mainly from uh mainly internally um for me to to, to sort of get past the feeling that i didn't know what i was doing because initially survival guide was a two-piece um, I had a guitar player with me and, uh, and, and now I don't. So, um, so I spent a lot of time being like, what am I doing? I don't, I don't know how to write an album, but at the same time, I was like, I'm going to do this. I really, this is a goal. This is like a, a legit life goal that I'm going to commit to and, um, and just kind of see what happens. I don't know if it'll be good. Um, I don't know if I will enjoy the process and, um, but I really did. And once I started getting into it, it was kind of like, okay, I, I, I can do this. And, um, and so since I had never written by myself before, I just kind of took every approach almost. I took a few classes. Um, I took some online classes. I took the, so the first song that I wrote for the record was Sour Sorrow. And that was uh, an assignment for a songwriting class. And, um, I because I thought, well, if I am so unsure, like maybe I should just take a class <laughs> and see. I, I've always written my own um, vocals and melodies and lyrics, um, and I've written keyboard pieces and, and helped with arrangements of songs and stuff for a long time, but I've never been the sole responsible member of the band. So, um, so yeah, I took a class and, and to kick it off and uh, that helped a lot. Um, I also spent time doing a covers, like a big covers project. I don't know if you saw those other two albums that I had that are covers. Um, those were all requests from patrons. So all, all of the songs on there were basically more assignments for me to sort of get more comfortable with um, with arranging songs and figuring out um, how I would like to use instrumentation and, uh, and and it all tied together so well with writing the album and uh, yeah so that that was like the foundation for for death dreams I would have never expected that you would have like doubted yourself for anything in music, <laughs> just because of the career that you've had. Um, the fact that you went and took these courses and got these challenges and basically like built yourself for success during this process. Once you started writing that first track, do you feel like the rest of the album just started to flow out naturally? Because now you you were like, all right, I, I can do this. Like I feel confident once again. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was like a flood of songwriting after that. It was still, it was still a challenge. 
um, in a lot of ways, but it was definitely like, I felt better. I felt like, okay, I can, I can do this. And I do feel like this, I've written a pretty decent song here with this one. So I just kind of kept going and kept piecing songs together. And, and, um, and thankfully, I did like the songs that I was writing because <laughs> I wasn't sure about that either. I was like, what am I going to write? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I was being extra, um, extra easy on myself, I guess, uh, as far as I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm just going to write and I'm not going to sort of be hard on myself if, uh, if I feel like it's not amazing. You know, because I feel like we, we as songwriters, we can get into that sort of, you know, double like uh, questioning whether it's good or not. And then and then it gets confusing and then you end up throwing pieces away that maybe were actually good. So I decided to not do that. And then um, and and I was pretty happy with the demos and didn't know what would happen in the studio. I was trying not to be super attached to them because again, I felt like, well, this is just, this is just what I came up with. And, um, and probably whoever produces the record will tear it apart and, you know, want to change a lot or throw songs out even maybe. And, um, and that didn't happen either. And in the studio working with um, Bob Hogue, he just, um, he just enhanced every song and made them all sound real. <laughs> How did you connect with Bob in the first place? And did you feel like that that trip to Arizona to record the album had an impact on the writing process or even the recording process as well? Uh, so I got set up with Bob through Double Helix, which is the label that I'm on. Um, they already they're friends with him and they they you know, knew him and have worked with him in his studio. So, um, so it just was a natural connection, even though I had never met him or worked with him or, or knew much about him at all. Um, I, I kind of went into it blind, um, you know, trusting that they knew what they were doing and that Bob knew what he was doing and, and, uh, and they were right um, because he was so great to work with. Um, and he quickly, got on the same page as me with um, where I was going with the sound and he just understood exactly what I was looking for. Um, I was excited about working with him because, um, I mean, again, I didn't know what it would be like. I didn't know, you know, how, how the, how it would turn out, but I did know that he is a fan of soundtracks and um, I also wanted to I don't know how to make my sound more like cinematic there are certain things that I did where like the like the drum track for stay dead um, is made out of horror movie sound effects and I I did that and I just thought that would be a fun cool thing to do. So that's kind of cinematic, but I don't like as far as um, orchestration and stuff, I've been messing with that with the covers. I messed with it a few times, but it's, it's just beyond my skill level to, um, to, to figure all that kind of thing out. And um, I had a feeling Bob would be excited by that prospect, like adding harps or adding, you know, 
timpanis or just um, just a lot of orchestral type stuff. So um, uh, he he definitely filled the songs out with he just made them very lush and lots of beautiful string pads and and all kinds of um, things that that showed his experience as a producer and at the same time he did not tear my songs apart which you know i was kind of expecting the worst because i didn't want to be i didn't want to uh have my feelings hurt you know because that that happens with a producer you come into the studio with a song if you're like here's this awesome song and then the producer is like mm, yeah let's uh rewrite these lyrics and switch everything around um or just like, let's not do this song. Sometimes the producer is like, this one's not good. <laughs> so he did not do that at all. He, he, um, he the word had put in to the songwriting and he basically knew exactly what to do to just make the songs even better on top of what was already there. That must've been a proud moment, like seeing that it's the same song from before that didn't get rewritten, didn't get trashed. Um, yeah. The fact that he added like this orchestra, the cinematic style or sound to it, how would you say that that impacted your vocals when you when it came time to record them? Um, you know, he really did not. Um, vocals was one thing that he didn't really have much um, say about on purpose. He <laughs> he said, um, and, and I, you know, I questioned that too. I was like, do you think these lyrics are okay? Like, what do you think of these melodies? And he was like that's what your instinct was to write. And, um, and that's what we're going to do. You know, you, wow. you do it how you, how you intended the song to be. Um, and especially he wasn't with like that about everything, especially with drums, because he, he's a drummer. So he added a lot of drums or like tweaked the drums here and there, like the drum patterns and things. Um, but vocals, he was like, that's, that's you, that's your core, you know, um, which is true. I'm mainly a vocalist uh, over the years. So um, so he really did not have a lot to say about what what I was doing vocally. So it was more just, um, you know, vocals are always the last thing you record for the most part. And so uh, I just matched the feel of what we had done with the tracks at that point. Let's dive back towards the writing process of this album. Which song would you say that really challenged you during that writing process? And what was it that was challenging you? Was it like a chorus? Was it a certain lyric that was didn't want to just work or did, couldn't work? Um, uh, I would say one that was hard was, um, was I'll Picture You, and mainly because it's a very emotional song for me. So I was actually writing it and crying and writing it and crying. Mm. <laughs> so that that I've never really I've never really done that before. And um, I feel like uh, that is partially because. And I realized this as I was writing um, that always in the past, I had other band members and I it it was like I never got fully 100% personal with my lyrics until until this record. So um, so yeah, I there are some there's a, some thoughts that were just, 
you know, really strong and really, really personal for me um, that went into that song. And also that one, I, I started with the vocals and lyrics, which I never, I hardly ever do that. Like out of all of the songs that I've written in my life, usually they're structured around at least some piece of, of music that's inspiring, like some piece of music that then I fit, I fit it with a vocal idea. Um, but that one I wrote, I wrote lyrics first. And um, so, yeah, that was kind of a challenge. And that's just goes along with the way that I decided to try all kinds of methods of starting songs, you know, like I would start one with a bass, or I'd start one with a drum beat, um, just to kind of get a feel for what worked best for me. And um, I think I'm pretty sure that was the only one that started with with lyrics. I feel like the name Survival Guide just really fit during this entire experience, just because it was <laughs> like you were really, you know, you're on your own for the very first time, like you're opening up, you're being vulnerable for the very first time without anybody else there to just hold you if you fall back. Um, yeah, <clears throat> that's that's must have been very scary during the process, but once you started to open up more and more during this um do you feel that now like just being vulnerable is just a natural factor during your in your writing process yeah i i kept having to remind myself that it's that it is an important part of being a creative person you know it's like the more honest you can get and the more vulnerable you are i think the more the more impact it has and and uh i just kept having to tell myself that like I got to accept this this vulnerable state and I'm going to be in it for a while <laughs> with this record. So um so yeah and I think that that's it's a good it's a good life skill to have anyway to be able to accept vulnerability um and uh like your own vulnerability and deal with it and um and I think especially lyrically it's really it's more impactful and it helps more people if you can express your feelings in a in a meaningful way that they can relate to you know so yes to answer your question yes i i plan to continue continue being vulnerable <laughs> it's very uncomfortable <laughs> it's probably more uncomfortable because your voice is also like the forefront um not that it wasn't before, but I feel like now you're giving us more of a mellowed out kind of tone compared to like the punkier stuff that you've done in the past. Mm -hmm. So being able to control your voice while you're talking about these like harsh topics, personal topics to you, like, did you feel like that was something that you struggled with or had to figure out during the recording process? It was really hard on that, on that one song. And, uh, and uh, Bob, you know, I would ask him after the take, like, was that okay? Cause it, it was, it was rough. Like it was not easy. And he was like, yeah, like you, that's what we want in there. You know, we want it to sound like real because it's, it's a real. So yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. There are some other, there are a few other songs that, um, that also make me feel emotional on the, on the record. Um, just because of the strength of the, of the feelings that uh that created those songs but um so there were some other tough moments but that one definitely was the main the main one that i'll picture you what did you learn from bob during this experience 
Uh, I mean, the most amazing thing that I learned is that I can trust myself as a musician because he fully backed what I had written. You know, there were things that we, there were things that we adjusted obviously, but, um, but that, that was huge for me to come in there and have him be like, oh yes, yes, this is great. This is great. I just, I mean, I guess that doesn't sound like something that I learned, but I, I, the, the, the doubt was, was strong for me beforehand, you know? Um, so what else did I learn? Something more concrete, maybe. Um, I mean, that's the main thing because we just, when we were in there, we just, it was like, we just rolled with everything and it was so awesome. Like any problem that we came up against, we, we just figured it out. And, um, and it was amazing to work with him. So I hope to do it again. Sounds like it was just a very natural process, even though you had just met for the very first time, but it felt like, it sounds like you just clicked instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was so, <laughs> I mean, that was to talk about vulnerability. We, I, the first day we went into the studio, we listened to the demos and I hadn't realized that he had not listened to the demos at all. <laughs> you think it was on so, purpose? I think he just is so busy with recording, <laughs> always working on projects and going straight from one band to the next. I think that's, I think that maybe is just his style. I think he ran out of time. So, but he, he had listened to some of my other stuff and he had, you know, he had determined like, oh yeah, this is, uh, this is along the lines of, I know this will be something that I want to want to work on. But for me, it was like, oh wait, we have to listen to my songs together for the first time. <laughs> uh, it was very nerve wracking. Um, right off the bat uh but but yeah it just like at every turn i was kind of shocked at um at how smoothly it all went and how and how he did exactly what i hoped he would do which was to to take all of his expertise and knowledge in producing and make the songs more full where they needed to be or you know less full you know like drop them down where they needed to come down or you know just like just really orchestrating the the feel of the music of the song and it it was really um really fascinating and amazing to watch to watch him work and to watch him work on my material it was just really awesome when did the album title come about for you? Was it a particular lyric or a song that you were you were working on? Uh, so there were a couple of things that all came together. Um, I had multiple dreams where I died in the dreams since I wrote the last record. Um, so over the last few years before I started writing the record, I had these not, they were all different all different dreams where I died in the dream and they were all very profound for me in different ways and um, so I decided to to write songs about them and 
I don't remember which came first, the, the, the idea to write the songs or the photo from the album cover, because that was a photo that I took outside my house and I did nothing to it for the, um, for the, I didn't do, I did not filter it. I didn't do anything to that photo. Um, and it was just this epic, it was like, it was insane. This cloudscape. I always love the clouds. I love looking at them when they, when they make different formations and I feel like they're so beautiful, but this was like the craziest cloud formation that just happened to be right outside my house. And, um, and it just, uh, I, I kind of thought when I was thinking about titles, I kind of thought maybe death dreams was just too straightforward considering there are two songs on the record that are about dreams that I had. But then I was like, well, it's, there's also that, that photo. I would like to tie it in with that photo because to me, that photo was just seemed, I don't know, like something from a, from a painting that depicted, you know, it was like almost like heaven and hell type, like the, the brightness of the peachy clouds. And then it just like descended into darkness on one side. It was so, it was so insane. So, um, so yeah, it kind of all, all came together like that. That's cool. I, it's, it's cool to hear that how this began and how, like, now that it's done, it's like so proud of this album, so proud of everything that <laughs> happened. Like it all came down. Uh, yeah. It all happened naturally and organically, uh, which that's incredible. Yeah. Um, now that the album is out, do you see a proper tour, like performances to promote this record? Um, or is that another obstacle? Do you feel that you feel that you have to kind of overcome now that you are solo? Uh, definitely. Um, I, I do, um, I don't have anything booked. I just played the two record release shows. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, that's basically my next area of focus as far as survival guide goes is getting out there to play, um, to play wherever I can. And, um, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to do that, <laughs> but, um, I think it's been, it's been such a, a huge thing for me just to get the record written, recorded, completed, and released that, um, that I, you know, I was not, I was like, I'm just going to focus on this. I'm focusing on the record. <laughs> Once the record is out, I will then focus on um, figuring out the touring stuff because I do love, I really love, I would love to get out there and see everybody. I'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Looking forward to a live show from you. And um, again, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me. Congratulations with this new album. And hopefully you and I can reconnect sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.